0: Andrew, what comes to mind first thing when I say Christy Fagan to you? I'd say probably the goals in the cup final in
1: twenty four, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen, yeah. I mean, it's just the last goal in particular. I think it was just.
0: Round cla- keeper.
1: When he, it's just a classic Christy Fagan finish. He's not going to miss. Like as soon as he gets the ball, you know what's going to happen. And even the back pass of the calam- calamitous. Calamitous, at the time, yeah, it is, To so. be fair,
0: that's the one problem with when, when sometimes when you see some of those League of Ireland goals, you need to edit them before the calamitous thing happens and you're like oh look at that finish <laughs> um, the, w- <laughs> weirdly enough it i actually glad you corrected me on this because when we were talking about this at first i was like oh that lob goal he did against shamrock Rovers." you were like that was forrester yeah Chris Forrest <laughs> was i'm ones, like yeah. god i can't give that as <laughs> the defining moment so i probably said the good final goals and then also i remember actually only a couple of years ago when i went to cork pats right at the start and i was thinking to myself can see Christy play again because uh, I, I don't go to generally a whole load of Pats games I go when I can every now and again but I was thinking to myself, oh lovely get to see him play not on the team tonight not there speaking the bucko after yeah he's ill and that was the, the beginning of the end really uh, it was the time of Pats which is it's, it's a kind of sad sort of melancholic uh, memory I have of him but um, yeah thankfully we're going to get to really build up the, the player he, he was and, and maybe the player he should have been and he still could be as well. still could be still could be I've been banging the drum for a long time talking about where is Christy Fagan. I'd say this entire last year of podcasting, I've been saying, where is he? He's a magnificent player. We should be talking about him. Uh, You know, when Christy's a bit like Poochie, when Christy's not on the screen, people should be saying, where is Christy? Why isn't Christy here now? When are we going to see Christy? Um, I, I, yeah, can't really understand how it's sort of gone under the radar as to where he's been but as you said there's a little bit of a reemergence so we'll get to that that's right at the end we'll touch at the end we'll go right back to the start he was um starting his, his time off at home farm and yeah soon after that on trial over at manchester united uh round about i think it's about three years he spent there again uh, i should say at this point he doesn't do a whole lot of interviews he did around the time when he was in crack and form in 2014 and he he sort of had to at that point because he was being asked and wanted in the press constantly. But he doesn't do a whole lot of um, long-form interviews, which seems very strange for, again, a player of, of such a high calibre. But clearly not really much interested. in it. But three years, apparently, at, at Manchester United. Um, and then, yeah, back to back to Ireland. Uh, no, apologies. O- off to Scotland, first of all, wasn't it? Yeah, Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton, yeah. A uh, bit of time at Lincoln. Year on loan in Spain, which is actually one that I think a lot of people forget. Jerez Industrial. Yeah, I forgot about that. Segunda, yeah, the second division. So, a bit of time there again. Goal ratio is never really that bad, even in those early stages at Lincoln or uh, didn't. I don't think he played all that much at Hamilton. Um, no, no, I don't think so. No. So uh, we're kind of you know we're skipping through these relatively fast because we've got a we've only got a limited amount of time to talk about each of these players, and we want to spend it on some of the key years. Probably starting off with Bohemians again. A really good record at Bohemians. It's not really ever something too many people talk about. Um, Interesting, the prospect of him and Dinny ever playing together could have could have been It'd a right, fr- old, absolutely right old strike for could us. Could you
1: imagine how Shamrock Rovers would feel about that? Yeah, no, yeah. Dinny would come on score a penalty and Christy Faye <laughs> and to get a tap in.
0: i sure they could have got Forrester he'd <laughs> he lobbed them as well. Exactly. I'd have forgotten about it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he then gets back to get gets the Pats, um, helps them to their first title in 11 years in 2013 when he, he only nets about four goals, but I know he played... Tremendous amount of games at that point. Um, but really, it's a, it's all about the 2014 year, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Twen- 20 goals, isn't it? Yeah, 20 goals in 32, I think it was. Uh, and Some goal. Oh, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, he also got six goals in the cup, including the two you mentioned in the final, which is just a... You know, it has to be stand- one of those standout performances. It's like a cherry on, on top of the cake because yeah. he was PFAI player of the year, top scorer in the league, two goals in a cup final. Pats fans, I mean, at that point, he's he's down in... the golden boot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's down in folklore at that point as as an absolute hero. Um, do, do you remember a whole lot about him that year? Would you have been on the scene covering it at that point? You wouldn't have been on the scene covering it, but would you have been... On the scene at, at games, you probably wouldn't have seen him play all that much, would nah, you? To be honest, I think that was the year when Longford
1: got promoted from the first division. So um, I think I was like you were in, a bit of, in a bit of a first division time warp, as I still am. <laughs> Christy, but, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David O'Sullivan. I think that's the <laughs> only one I was interested <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, um, no, yeah, you know, it was like you obviously then see, saw him in the cup finals. Probably I don't know, maybe it was the first time I saw him that year, mm. but it was just you heard so much talk about him at the time, and yeah, and you just tears it up in the cup final it was like the perfect way to kind of cap off a season mm. for someone who hasn't actually probably seen him at all that much to see that season it was like wow he is probably the real deal
0: I was a I've said this a couple of times show, I was a late bloomer to League of Ireland I didn't really ever follow it all that much sort of on and off in the early years where I, I wouldn't have been you know uh, as, as interested as I am now and He was still a name that you just kind of always knew. You kind of saw him a few times. You you could see the class sort of emanating from him, even at that point. And and that's why I said even those recent years when you're kind of excited to see him and he's not there, you're like, I'm missing out. I'm missing out on getting to see a top-class player get involved here. 2015 um, was... I think we. I think a lot of people expected him to go after that, that twenty fourteen year. He he had a lot of interest in him. Um, I know Paul Cook used to manage Sligo. I think he was managing Chesterfield at the time, and, and the talked Dundalk. about yeah, he, yeah. Well, Chesterfield had talked about taking him overseas. Dundalk is another one. Yeah, I, I think even Rovers were were linked with him at that point. I instantly thought we talked about Danny earlier on. I thought to Dundalk one. Could you imagine the combo? Because that would have been was Tell left that year. I think um, in
1: twenty fifteen. Yeah, no, because Dundalk won the cup final that year, and I think that's when Tell, tell scored went. the goal. Right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, sorry,
0: sorry. So yeah, you'd be talking about Fagan, Tell. It was uh, the year before their European run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I mean, even think about him featuring in the European run. I know they had some players like uh, Kilduff and McMillan who really contributed back then. But could you imagine what a, a Dundalk had by Christy Fagan, who again, actually, you mentioned the European run. We should mention his his. You know, attempts in Europe. He's got seven goals in Europe incredible. as well. Can't Absolutely be, incredible. Can't be too many that that uh, they'll be up there with him because uh, that's a it's a serious haul. I suppose Pat's consistently playing in in European games probably for quite
1: their, their style of play probably helps that as well. I'd say obviously Pat's be more expansive than most of the other sides maybe in well, Europe. Well, would have been. We can't well, say that well, now. Well, yeah, exactly? Like both back in the day, like. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah that probably definitely helped his goal tally. But like, look. His job is to score goals and when you're scoring what, six, seven goals in Europe, it's it's impressive. It's impressive, especially for a League of Ireland player.
0: I'm angry, I'm angry, Tony, I have to be honest. Your behaviour was
1: despicable. We do deserve it, yeah. Being robbed during the season for the Dublin City Affair. I can't I'm sorry Tony, but I'm 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 angry as well. I've been angry before the game. I've been angry for a long time. And all I can say is, Stephen Kenny, we've won it. So go on, go back to Scotland and get lost. People don't talk about Stephen Kenny's a nice guy. We don't want people like that in the league. because carrying on, has been absolutely outraged.
0: Very strong words uh, from Stuart Byrne there. Um, Roddy, what do you reckon? Well, I think he was a bit angry. Looking back at some of his compilations, you know what I mean? You can find plenty of them on YouTube and... Uh, He, it's And a lot of them actually noticeably in Europe as well. It is absolutely crazy how often he's first to the ball, like first to a cross. It's it's just, I know his position is obviously good, but like, it's just like he reads the flight of the ball so well. Like, you find some, you know, standout goals of his, but just the volume of them that are just, ball whipped in, he has gotten there ahead of two defenders. Ball whipped in, one defender misses it, he gets ahead of the other one. Ball whipped in, misses everyone, he's at the back post. It's like... It's like magnetically finding him each time, um, and I think there's there's one standout goal in Europe. I'd said he probably one of his last ones against Dynamo, um, which is a beaut. Like, he, yeah, and this is another thing about his game. I'm not putting him down as like a poacher. He was an absolute complete forward. He did everything. You know, he he. He's, you know, scored plenty of headers, could score from outside the box as well, could battle with defenders, could beat defenders, could, you know, could slot them home from sort of cutting inside. He just really he was, he was, he was your complete forward, your complete goal-scoring forward in that. Maybe we haven't seen as much in recent years. um, In terms of... Yeah,
1: maybe, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? You look at someone like Shawnee, who is is probably more of that kind of... He, he's ended up out on the wing because he's that... He, those are his sort of... His strengths. Christie wouldn't have had that that same sort of ability to play out wide. He needed to play up as a, a number nine. who maybe a bit more of a target man yeah, in a way. Yeah. You know without, what I mean?
1: Without being disingenuous to him, but yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, yeah. no, he's got plenty yeah. going for he's, I mean, he
0: doesn't he's, need us to say that. Exactly, yeah. He's got plenty of goals. But just in terms of sort of comparing him to more of the more recent strikers um he he is he, he probably falls into the category of a player that look up there by himself and the rest of the team can can play away you know what i mean you don't need to sort of have someone playing off him that much you don't need to have someone playing in front of him that much just do his own thing
1: you know i see just the perfect forward in a sense you know it's like he can he does everything to a very high standard and look i suppose you, you grow up playing football as a child like you know as a forward, your your job is, I suppose, first to score the goals, and then you make your things around it. And he's made a kind of a habit of making doing the simple things easy, which makes it perfect. Which yeah. you know, and that's it's much, it's yeah. something that, for some reason, it's it's not really a thing in football anymore. There's, it's it's the I don't know maybe more of an emphasis on attacking midfielders I and mean, mm-hmm. you know he and
0: how how players complement them as yeah, opposed it's, to it's
1: more technical if you, if you know what I mean like it's more I don't know like the false nine like that kind of. Mm-hmm role in a sense yeah. like it's it's different now it, the, it's thing, different. the
0: thing about that though is you wonder he probably could have done that no, you know what i mean that's he's, what i mean
1: yeah he's he's the perfect for he yeah. could do everything to a mm. very high standard yeah in. yeah
0: no very much i'd agree with that and and as i said his his standard of finishing for me particularly across the scene like that but no matter where from it's like you know as i said headers he, he could get a nice little deft touch in in front there were, you know a lot of them are getting the foot in front of the defender and it wasn't like just getting to it. It was like flicking at that corner, flicking at that corner. It just, you know, just absolutely sublime finisher, particularly in that year. But I suppose we do have to talk a little bit about his sort of nearly disappearance from the scene because that we kind of stopped there at around the 2015 season. But he, he thankfully, great to see he is still in action now. Um, has kind of gone missing for a couple of years. And as I said at the very start there, I remember going to the game where you kind of wondered, where is he? Like, Bucco had said he was ill. And then he wasn't in again. And then he kind of had a couple of spells. I think that was the 2017 season, maybe. Okay. Kind of turned up a couple of times. And then when we were doing the podcast this last year, it's just not been around. And I've been like, hold on. <laughs> this absolutely magnificent force of a player has just disappeared off the pl- Why is no one talking about this a bit more? Glad to see he's, he's resurfacing. He's been linked here and there. We can't really, you know, because he might, he yeah, might sign exactly. for a club the day we release this. No yeah. one no ever look, but... I where where would you like to see him if, if he could? Is there a team you think he could suit nicely? Um, I'm putting you on the spot a bit. Per bit
1: personally, it? no. Yeah, longford. Yeah, of course. I knew you were going to say longford. <laughs> I love Malibric
0: as well, but that's not how it's going to work no, out. No, no who, who do, is there a team he could come uh, He could
1: probably. He's ski, only thirty years old. And he could still do a job in the Premier Division. Oh yeah, and like, possibly. And like even last season, like you saw the the goals that were scored. Like the top scorer, I think Junior was the top goal scorer, and was it fourteen goals? Was a 14, mm. fourteen or fifteen goals? Like it's not. It's not a huge tally, like you know, so he can definitely come back and mm. do a job, like especially when you know clubs are giving out that you know there's a dearth of attacking options. Look, there you go, Christy Fagan. Like where, where, like, what more do you need to look for? I
0: suppose fitness is going to be a question because he has essentially oh, been off the radar it's for a couple all right years. Right though, because like,
1: yeah. fitness comes. But in terms you of play it games, like, it does. You
0: know? But in terms of a cost to the club. There'll be a little May, bit because maybe
1: early on, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, but that being said, as you said, look, this team's gonna, gonna be in Europe this year. You need a couple of extra players here or there. You would absolutely love to have Fagan as as one of the options to to bring in and bring off the bench, or you know what I mean, like a, an option of a player to oh, we need a goal in Europe. Yeah, this guy has seven goals on his <laughs> on his CV. Like, but then would they take
1: the option or would they take the risk to play him in Europe? given that he's been out for so long. Ah,
0: yeah, but you're maybe, talking... May, he's, maybe sh-
1: not, though. You know? Yeah,
0: maybe not. But he would surely be on, on the mend at that point. Like, if, yeah, if no, they sign him, they put him through be. the riggers. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of a bit of a shame how it's kind of went. It is. And, and particularly at Pats, where... He, I mean, he has a legacy no matter what he does there, I suppose. Yeah. but Especially with the co yeah, you know, Yeah, that's exactly it. I wonder... Is there any scope for him? You'd love to see him go back to Pats, wouldn't you? And just It'd be fairy tale stuff, for yeah, him, it? yeah, a bit Robbie Fowler back at Liverpool <laughs> kind of job, you know what I mean? Just one of those like you just because he, he clearly like he stuck around. I don't. We probably didn't mention this as much. We said you know he was offered. Uh, you know a couple of moves as we kind of alluded to but he very much stuck around because he, he loved where he was he was just happy playing his ball and he said he'd, he'd kind of done that a couple of times through his career and he felt this was the right move to hang on and really, enough it's hard to say kind of retrospectively because he could have moved abroad and then had an even worse time than he's had now if it is just a bunch of injuries that have sort of derailed him but he just you would love to see just a player of his calibre just get another crack and another couple of seasons under his belt and you know a couple of another belters another few great strikes and and uh you know, show us what we've missed these last couple of years, you know?
1: And, like, even if you could get 10, 15 goals a season, like, he doesn't have to be hitting 20 goals a season to be proven his worth. Like, even 10, 15 goals are worth its weight in gold. Oh, yeah. Like, even, if, like, I think, what was it, Derry got, obviously, with their top score, they got Europe out of it. You mm. know, like, it shows that, obviously, there's probably less goals being scored in the league. But, you know, it's it's proven their weight in goal. Like, if you, if you have a goal score, you're going to win games.
0: Good news to those who are waiting to see him come back. He he's been training with the PFAI in their sort of winter uh, camp. I'm not sure if he intends to sign anyone in particular. Probably not. As I said, we can't speculate too much on that. But uh, yeah, good to see him. Good to see him back in some capacity. I can't imagine. You know, imagine the kind of. I'm not sure all of the names that are involved. or Something like that. But I imagine when you see, maybe you're an older player. You're kind of. Oh, I might get one more go at this and you see thirty year old Christy Fagan coming through and be like, You shouldn't be here. This isn't <laughs> fair. This is like um the over 75's five's father Ted thing and uh, nice that Italian the, the player Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>